Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant on the controls. Glad to be with you here on this wild and wacky Wednesday. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot to talk about. As We've got a lot to talk about in the first 10 minutes. So, looking forward to getting to the the oval tracks talk a little nascar as we are joined as as we are joined every wednesday at this time with heather williams of wcyb tv out in bristol heather what's going on how are you i'm doing well how are you guys glad to see mo uh back and relax from his uh from his cruise I am relaxed, and I couldn't figure a way to stay any stay gone any longer. So here I'll be. You need to read that article about the people who live on the cruise ship. Did you see that? I it's, did. Not. It's a couple who lives on cruise ships because it's cheaper. <laughs> That's what we're going to do, Heather. Well, they they are retired. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If we can get him to stay longer, he probably would. And I don't know if that'd be great for this show, Heather. I mean, you got to have the Hall of Famer on the show, right? Yeah, that's, what's, the, uh, what's the show without the Hall of Famer? It's the only value. Uh, don't, an, uh, don't answer that. <laughs> just, pretty, just a pair of knuckleheads is all it is. That's all it would be. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, don't, I don't know about all that. You guys managed a, what, seven whole days? Six and a half shows. Oh. <laughs> I, I wouldn't count that half a show. <laughs> We, yeah it's okay it worked yeah. out six and a half shows we did it but thank god you're back thank you thank you <laughs> it's nice to be appreciated maybe you have to leave yeah you don't know what you got to, to it's gone there you go yeah um <laughs> heather what were your thoughts about this past weekend i saw the um highlight coming down the stretch to the to the checkered and you know, again, I, I have to go back to the Kyle Petty situation where he won without being involved in anything. But I've not heard any howling over the late events this past weekend. Oh, there's plenty of howling. A oh, lot of okay, I just hadn't heard it. What Joey, okay. <laughs> what Joey Logano did. But it's kind of funny because that's basically the way that Dale Earnhardt won a lot of his races. I mean, the legendary moment at at Bristol, I didn't mean to wreck him. I just meant to rattle his cage was almost a carbon copy of went on this weekend. So I don't know why NASCAR fans are so upset about what Joey Logano, yes, you do. Logano did, except for they just don't like Joey Logano. Yeah, exactly right? I mean, why. That's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> that's exactly why. That's, that's the ding, ding, ding. There's the answer. So Hello. If, Joe, if Joey Logano had been the bumpy. Oh, he, of- uh, he, always, he already had been the bumpy. At the hands of Alex Bowman earlier this year. So my question to you, Heather, is did he owe him one? Well, I mean, I, NASCAR drivers are like, we've said this before. They're like elephants. They never forget. <laughs> so did he owe him one? Maybe, maybe not. But, I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that that's how you win races right now. These cars are completely equal. They, are, they don't pass very well. And some of that is on purpose because fans – said they wanted things like the bump and run back in the sport. I mean, people have complained for years now about how Bristol's lost the bump and run. Then we go to Darlington, you get a bump and run, and people are complaining. So Because it wasn't at Bristol. Sometimes it's just the way now. Na- What's that? Because it wasn't at Bristol. 
Apparently. Well, no, I think it's just because NASCAR fans like to complain, basically. I mean, they complain about a lot of things, and they, they say they want things, and then when they get them, they're like, oh, no, we want them back the way they were. And I think that's part of the cat-mouse game that NASCAR is always playing with its fans is that uh, trying to find what truly makes current NASCAR fans happy is more of an enigma than anything else probably in the sport. Yeah, there, there is. It's a white whale. There, there is no such thing as it's a unicorn as huh? making as making NASCAR fans happy uh, with any decision you make. So it's you, know, you can please have to. I thought all the fish was fantastic. I love that. I thought it was great. So again, you know, this is what this is what anybody who who wants to see good racing is going to want to see. The the unfortunate part is he did hit him really hard, but. You know, Bowman came out of the gas a little bit, and Logano had a run on him already. And unfortunately, I don't think that he meant to hit. It was William Byron. I don't think he meant to hit him that I hard. I I think that um, they're still trying to figure out how hard you can hit people in these cars. Because I actually talked to Joey after Martinsville, and he tried to to uh, to make a bump and run at Martinsville and didn't hit the car in front of him hard enough. And he said, next time I will hit them harder because they just don't move. So this time he hit them too hard. So it's like finding that balance with his new cars and what's hard enough and what's too hard is difficult, right? I mean, I, I really don't think that Joey meant to wreck him. I don't think no. he meant to hit him that hard. It's just that the last time he tried to move, it didn't work because he didn't hit him hard enough. And, and Byron ended up 13th. He went from first to 13th because of some, did he run out of gas or was it just a damage? I think it was just the damage from, from, I mean, because they were all coming to the check checkered. So, I mean, you know, he just, uh, cars were just passing him by while right. he's trying to get refired. And just before that, there was a pretty significant accident that took out quite a few top 10 yeah. drivers, including Bubba Wallace, who, if you saw his interview, uh, after, <laughs> after being taken out, he was incredibly frustrated and asked, he said, I'm just going to ask the racing gods what I've done. <laughs> because <laughs> Yeah, he, I mean. It just seems like every week he's just uh, very unlucky. And a lot of things, I would say the majority of things that have happened to him and that team have not been Bubba Wallace's doing, right? He's gotten caught up in accidents. He's gotten caught up in other people's mistakes. He has pit crew go over the wall too soon. He has pit crew make a mistake, uh, you know, with a tire and it comes off. I mean, He's had a lot of things happen to him that haven't been Bubba Wallace. And so, I mean, I, and plus he has the extra pressure of being Bubba Wallace, right? And every time something happens, oh, he can't drive. He's a 20th place driver, blah, blah, blah. And so the extra pressure of that, I mean, it's been incredibly tough for him. But if you look at the performance between the, the, uh, the 23 and the 45, they're pretty similar. They're sitting right next to each other in points, basically. And 2311 is struggling a little bit. Um, some of it's luck and some of it's just they're not performing as a team, as an organization, and they need to get that figured out. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, Kurt Busch also was involved in that that accident. So it, it's it's it was a it was an interesting race, though. I, I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was a good race. Uh, for the most part, there was solid racing, and you know, every obviously Ross Chastain wins wins the second set. And the first lap can't quite get off the restart. And next thing you know, he's sitting behind pit wall. Uh, it's, you know, it, again, Darlington is too tough to tame. 
So you, you have to really pay attention to what you're doing there. Turned its nickname, huh? No doubt. Yeah, I mean, I told you last week that I didn't really know with the new car who would perform, but I felt pretty confident it would be someone with a little experience on them. And Joey Logano definitely fits that bill. I mean, he's been around the sport a long time, and those are the kind of drivers that went at Darlington because it is a tough place to race. No question. Uh, moving to next week, speaking of tough places to race, this is this is tough to get excited about. If you are a NASCAR fan. Hang on just a second. Before we move away from this past weekend, you know, we talked about racing at Bristol on Easter. Oh, yeah. And I thought I caught something about this being the first time that NASCAR Cup has run on Mother's Day in... Well, they ran ran last year, too, but they've only run five times total. Is that right? There we go. Is it five Mother's Days? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not very often. And and it's and as I said last week with, with the guys, it's kind of just the way the schedule has fallen. Um, they've run Mother's Day weekend for a while now because the race in Kansas used to be Mother's Day weekend, but it used to be a Saturday night race. Um, so they've run this weekend for a while, but there was a real push to put um, the racing back in, in Darlington, get their second date back. And so the way that the schedule has fallen the last few years, it's fallen that this race has, has ended up on Mother's Day. There's not as many off weekends as there used to be. So um, Mother's Day's just become a weekend that we race, whether it's Saturday night or on Sunday. Heather Williams with WCYB TV out of Bristol with us here on Main Street Sports today. Chris, the floor is yours. Yeah, uh, mile and a half, Kansas Speedway. Cookie cutter. How do you get excited about this weekend? Well, it is a cookie cutter track, but let's be honest. These are the kind of tracks you have to be good in if you want to win a championship. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. Because there's a lot of them. <laughs> in, yeah. And then there's a lot of them in the playoffs. This is in the playoffs. I mean, this is where you have to be good if you want to be called NASCAR champion. So I think this will be a really good measuring stick of who and what race teams over the summer and into the championships are really going to be contenders. The guys that, not necessarily the guys that win, but the guys that show up and have speed and are able to compete, those are the guys you're going to want to keep your eye on as we go through the summer months and see more of these tracks and then especially in the playoffs. Yeah, and I I guess I should probably be careful calling the mile-and-a-half cookie cutters bad since, you know, <laughs> Since the one closest to us it is it's that yeah old. So, it's not well. But the two it's tracks a little. Completely different. They're different, but I it's mean, it's still a it's it's kind of the same racing, you know. And, and again, but you have to be good at them. Yeah, but I think Nashville is actually a lot different than the other mile and a half, mainly because of the surface. Because uh, it's makes concrete, it, yeah. you have to. Yeah, you have to approach it completely different than you do Kansas or Vegas or Charlotte or some of these other tracks. So even though they are cookie cutter tracks for sure, they all have their little nuances and race a little bit differently. And I think I don't think it's fair to to particularly put Nashville in that box because um, it just races completely different than the others. Although one of the things that all the mile and a half tracks do produce or can produce is if there's not a lot of cautions, spread out racing and, and, and lots of cars getting lapped because of the speed of those tracks you can get going going fast are we are we hopeful that that the car is going to help that or have we already seen that that's not going to be the case um i think the car should help as far as you know not as many cars getting lapped i mean i don't think there were an exceptional amount of cars lapped say at vegas but um it's not going to help as far as cautions go these car these cars don't tend to to breathe a lot of cautions or long cautions because even 
if a car wrecks, they don't usually have a ton of damage unless it's just a massive wreck. So the, the cautions aren't very long. So I, I think it'll help some, but I think the biggest thing that you'll see is that they'll just be, the top cars will be more competitive. So it's unlikely you would see a car like maybe a Denny Hamlin, who's been out to lunch a few times, get lapped just because um, the cars are so equal. There you have it. Heather, who's going to win? All right. So Kansas mile and a half. I mean, this is like Kevin, this is like Kevin Harvick's wheelhouse, right? I mean, he's mm -hmm. very good at the mile and a half tracks. He desperately needs a win. Stuart Haas needs something positive to happen. Uh, Chase Briscoe won in what seems an eternity ago, I think at Phoenix. Uh, so they could really use somebody to do well. Uh, I think Kevin Harvick's running pretty good, and these are the kind of tracks that he runs really good at. So I'm going to pick Harvick this week. That's a good choice. All right, you approve Heather's choice. I just I, I feel like it's I feel like it's it's solid logic, and it's it's a good pick. It's a good pick. If you're if you're betting, he's not a bad pick to to go with. I can assure you. Heather Williams, WCYB. especially since Chris is betting, probably. There you so. go. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, the number five car's got to figure it out. I can, uh, and, and they will, <laughs> they will eventually. If I, if you bet on the five yeah. all year long, you're probably going to end up making more money than you, than you don't. Lose. But yeah. Anyway, we appreciate For your sure. time. Ha it Heather. Boring. I picked him last week. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, we will talk to you again next week and uh, we look forward to talking about hopefully not boring racing. Hopefully. I mean, I, I'm hopeful because of what I saw at Vegas, the racing was, there was not boring at all. The finish was fantastic. So I'm hopeful that Kansas will be at least a good race. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's uh, take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about the SEC getting the okay to do pod scheduling and when they're going to vote on it, what's going to happen. We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment on Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Here we go.